If you're a more energetically sensitive, creative or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with Anna Long-Stokes is a business and marketing podcast where we'll uncover the roadblocks that most energetically sensitive entrepreneurs and creatives face on their journey to success and how to move past these blocks to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna Long-Stokes, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about three things that every empath needs to know or be doing to make more money. So if you're an empath who finds yourself in a chronic cycle of making less money than you want, then this episode is for you. Okay, So I'm going to guess that if you're listening to this podcast, you aren't totally new to the notion that mindset plays a huge part in one's money-making potential. I don't know if there's a coach, teacher, or guru out there who doesn't cover mindset and its impact on people being able to hit their goals. But guess what? It's even more crucial for empaths. And here's why. So empaths tend to have a larger energetic space than non-empaths. So what this looks like when I give a clairvoyant reading is that the auras of empaths tend to be really big and often full of other people's energy. Or they tend to be tight and closed in in an effort to avoid letting anyone in since they're well aware of being an empath and maybe have developed an almost overly tight energetic boundary as a result. So either way, empaths are very in touch with energy, even if they're unaware that the feelings they experience have anything to do with energy. You could think of it as someone being a conscious empath or an unconscious empath. It's actually not a lot different than any other skill for regular people or muggles or non-empaths in that sometimes certain skills come easier to one person than to another. And there are people out there who are aware that they are good at their skill and others who are just so used to it and so used to it coming naturally to them that they don't really put much thought into it, i.e. they aren't necessarily conscious of it. So because being an empath means that you have the ability to sense and perceive energy, this is actually kind of a skill, even if it's an innate one, it's kind of a skill just like any other. So let's bring it back around to mindset. I like to think of mindset as a belief or series of beliefs that impact my outlook on life. So because empaths are more in tune with sensing and perceiving energy, they are more easily impacted by mindset because all mindset carries with it an energy. So think of each belief you have as carrying its own individual vibration of energy. And when you put all of these vibrations of energy together, they kind of like harmonize and land 
on a general energetic vibration. That if you're an empath, you'll likely feel or experience in your body or your energy space in some way. So for instance, my mindset around money is that there is enough to go around for everyone and that if I get overly restrictive in my spending habits or mental habits surrounding money, I will make less of it. So this is a mindset and it's shaped by a few different beliefs. And the general vibration of this mindset tends to be fairly high. And I do tend to attract money. I would say I'm good with money. I'm good at making money. And that has to do not only with the things I've done or the strategy I've used or the businesses I've started. Really, the basis of it is the mindset that I have around money. Without a good mindset around money or a high vibration mindset around money, you're going to find it's, if not impossible, then very, very hard to attract it, especially if you're an empath. So because this is a mindset and it shapes like how I see the world or how you see the world, it becomes a filter for the world around us and all the events that happen to us. And staying faithful to this mindset, which in my case, I consider to have a healthy mindset with money, can actually be quite challenging, especially in the present day and this day and age that we live in. I live in the US and you know, it appears we're headed into a big recession and gas prices are high and inflation is high and people are talking about it everywhere you go. You pretty much can't go into a bar, store, or restaurant and not hear people talking about it. And 99% of these people have a very different mindset around money than I do. So rather than thinking that there's enough money for everyone, they think there is a limited supply and that they must struggle, work hard, and often blame others for the world we're currently living in and how it's impacting them. So what does any of this have to do with being empathic or have to do with you? Well, because we empaths are able to sense the energy of others very, very well, like I said before, whether we realize this is happening or not, it also happens that we are more likely to accidentally take on the mindset of others or the energy of others without realizing it. So in today's episode, we are going to focus on three big things that you can be doing right now to improve your mindset and strengthen your vibration and make more money as a result. All right, so tip number one, be mindful about the words and language that you use when you are talking about money. The words that we use on a day-to-day basis inevitably help to set the energetic tone for our space. This is especially true for empaths. And while you have likely heard this tip before, it might be a good time to check back in with yourself and see if you've allowed the seeds of doubt and fear pervading societal dialogue right now to creep into your space. I have found it creeping into mine and I have to really check myself lately because it's everywhere. So let me give you just like a personal example to bring this example more to life. So this past winter, I was like riding the wave of joy, just having moved into our new condo in Costa Rica and I was feeling pretty groovy. 
I was getting away from the rainy Pacific Northwest winter weather, and I had launched my first round of Empathic Entrepreneur, and it had nearly sold out. And whenever I wanted, I could hop on the psychic hotline and make extra cash and people were booking clairvoyant readings with me. And I was definitely like in the flow and money was coming in left and right. But one of the gals I had met once I moved down there was not in the same place as me. She appeared to be living a very good life by most people's standards. But every time I talked to her, she was stressed about money. And honestly, it's almost all that she talked about. And it always left me a little confused because I saw her and how she lived her life. And it wasn't in alignment with the words that were coming out of her mouth. I would have really never thought the things, or I should say the energy she was carrying would allow someone to live that good of a life. She had a great life. So after multiple occasions whereby, you know, she had spent a lot of time complaining about money, I told her that I was good at making money. That was literally the words that came out of my mouth. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at making money. And, you know, that's a part of my mindset as well. The belief that I'm good at making money. That is part of my mindset. And that I also said to her that I found that the language that we use around money had a big impact on my ability to make more of it. And I felt a little bad once I said this because I realized she was kind of taken aback and I guess I was kind of gently calling her out. She said that she agreed and she knew all of this already, but that she figured that when she was with a friend, she could share her worries and stressors about it. But here's the deal. Like while I'm always down to support a friend in need, it had become clear to me that a lot of this woman's money issues were wrapped up in a whole multitude of mindset struggles. And guess what? They weren't actually founded in reality. Her finances sometimes were tight, but her house was paid for. She was having organic veggies delivered weekly, and she had a nanny for even the days when her kids weren't around so that she didn't have to touch the laundry or do the cooking. Those are her words, not mine. So more power to you, sister, but don't act like you're about to get kicked out onto the street tomorrow if you can't make cash now. And that was the energy. She was putting an energy out that she was broke. All around her, I saw she lived in abundance. Language impacts energetic vibration. So try to find a more empowered way to describe your financial situation. So even if you feel like you're going through a period where your finances suck or the world around you has declared our financial situation as an active dumpster fire, you can shift the energy through the language you're using. And it can be as simple as instead of saying like, I can't afford it, you could say, I don't want to make this a spending priority right now. Or if you do want to make it a spending priority, but you actually can't afford it, just say, I'm excited to buy this. Setting an intention for what you want or taking back control of the language you use is going to shift the energy in your space. And you don't have to even control this. Just do it and trust. Your belief in this is going to increase the power of the energy and continue to help you have a high and more attractive vibration that's going to help you draw more abundance towards you. So that's tip number one. Be mindful of your language. Tip number two. 
Be mindful of your inputs. Because you're an empath, you're always in the process of sensing the energy of others around you and often putting it on like a coat to wear around (laughs) all day or week or year, maybe without even realizing it. And I've personally found that even though I've become really good at clearing the energy of others from my space through healing and meditation, that an ounce of prevention is also called for. This means that I'm particular about who I spend my time with, what news I read, watch, or listen to, and what situations I put myself into. This doesn't mean that we have to walk through life in a bubble, being crazy protective about our inputs, but it does mean that we need to have a little more self-control of what or who we surround ourselves with. Unfortunately, I see a lot of empaths who spend a lot of time on social media or watching the news. And to be honest, just like a medicine, while a little bit of it might be helpful, a lot of it can freaking kill you. It can like kill you in energy to spend too much time on social media. At least that's how it works for me. A lot of empaths even know this about themselves, but they're in such a conditioned hamster wheel of sorts that they haven't really been able to find the self-control to stop this thing that's dragging them down. So my advice is to begin to pay attention to your inputs and the people you hang around. Take a note in your phone or a journal, whatever works for you, about your inputs and how they make you feel on a scale of one to five, one being terrible, five being fantastic. So when you get off of social media or hanging out with a particular friend, do an energy check. Where is it at? If it's super high, maybe social media isn't an input that you're super sensitive to. But if you get off social media or whatever the thing is and you feel terrible, it's time for a break. So whatever your thing is, I say try going cold turkey for a week. One day will hardly be enough to experience and acknowledge the change, but one week will be. After that week, you can check in and see how you're feeling and decide how you want to reestablish your habits or boundaries so that your energy isn't as impacted by that input moving forward. Okay, and tip number three, our last little tip here today is to learn to clear energy from your space. I think that empaths are sort of like little energetic petri dishes, and we just kind of like walk through life accidentally taking on a lot of different energies, and they kind of like multiply and grow, and then it's like, oh my god, what is like happening in my space right now? And we're not even always aware of it. So if you're a trained psychic or empath like me, you might understand that this is happening. But honestly, there's times where I don't even realize until after I meditate, after I clear how much junk I was holding that wasn't mine. And I'm like, ew, yuck. It literally is like a petri dish. So I'm personally a huge fan of using an active form of empathic meditation to clear the energy of others from my space. It's a particular style that is specific to energetic clearing, and it's different from any other form of meditation that I've personally worked with. And as it so happens, I'm hosting a four-part meditation and healing class series that kicks off May 26th, and I'm going to teach those who sign up how to clear the four main energetic spaces that tend to impact our ability to make money. But if you are not a meditation type or you have a style that you feel like works for you, use that. But if you're not a meditation type, consider other outlets for clearing such as exercise. 
There are a lot of people who clear energy through exercise. Consider this if this is you and kind of consider which types of exercises seem to clear for you or clear your space more quickly. I had a friend who, you know, I used to go to bar classes pretty religiously and I really liked bar, but for her, she didn't like it. She found it was too tight and constrictive. There was something about it for her where it wasn't doing the job of clearing her energetic space. Yes, it was like making her arm stronger or her thighs tighter or whatever. But like that thing that she was looking for from exercise, it wasn't just the physical, it was the energetic and she wasn't getting it from that. So check in with the types of exercises you do and see if they seem to be clearing your energy body. Another great way to clear out that Petri dish is to give a healing or receive a healing. I look at going to healers the same way I look at any other self-care. I do it regularly, do it often. Our world focuses so much on how food and exercise impact our well being, and I agree. They impact our well being, they impact our energy. But there are fewer people talking about how this subtle energy that stores itself in our body and our energetic spaces, there's fewer people talking about how this subtle energy affects our well being because most of the energy that causes illness and stress and money issues is of the subtle variety. It's easy to forget that it plays a role in our overall health. So if you're a healer, don't forget to take the time to work on yourself as well as to find other professionals to work with on a regular basis to help you find hidden energies that might be less obvious to you. And if you've never received an energy healing before, then keep an open mind and find an energy worker or healer you trust to help give you a good clean out, a good energetic clean out. You know, when I'm not doing all this empathic entrepreneur jazz, I work for a psychic hotline and I have a number of clients who come to me one to two times per month for a regular clean out, a regular, just like energy clean out 30 minutes to one hour. And these aren't just any people. These aren't just any clients. These are my empathic clients. I don't have to convince them that energy exists and that they will benefit from an energetic clear out. They know it's true because they know what it feels like before and after having this energy in and out of their space. It's kind of like going to a yoga class. I don't know if you've ever done this where you go to a yoga class and they like work one whole side of your body for like the first half hour and then they work the other. And if you've done that, you know that it feels like extremely lopsided or maybe you take a restorative yoga class and you do pigeon for like five minutes on one side and then you go to switch sides and you're like, holy cow, I can feel the difference. So that's sort of how it feels for the more energetically aware when they get a good clean out. They can feel when their space is full and it feels like a night and day before and after the clean out. But, you know, unfortunately, many empaths are not always conscious of the foreign energy in their space. So until they get into a habit of clearing, like I'll be honest, I've been meditating for over five years now, almost daily for at least 30 minutes. And it probably wasn't until I had been meditating three to six months that I really began to understand as I was walking through life, oh, okay, now's one of those times I need to go meditate. Now's one of those times I need to go clear. I had trained my body to know the difference between what it felt like to be clear and what it felt like to be congested. 
Whereas before I would have just been like, oh, I feel like crap. I don't know why. Da, da, da. And I would have never really thought, oh, this is energy. And guess what? I have control of clearing it. Okay, so that's all for this week's episode. But like I mentioned earlier, I'm about to kick off a four-week meditation and healing series where I'm going to teach 15 lucky duck empaths how to clear the four major chakras that tend to hold energy that isn't serving them on their money-making journey. In addition, I'll be giving one-on-one healings during each class to participants to help rebalance these energetic spaces so that they can call in more abundance and call in more money. The class actually isn't listed on my website right now, so hit me up on Instagram. It's at Anna.LongStokes for the link in my profile, or I'll put it in the show notes here. Let me know if you have any questions. Class kicks off Thursday, May 26th at 6 p.m. Pacific, and it's going to be recorded for any participants who can't make it live. Because I'm keeping it at a small 15 participants, I will still be able to do the energy healings for anyone who can't make it as well. So if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up, hi at analongstokes.com, or go ahead and message me on Instagram. Okay, that's all for today, empaths. Keep creating. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're an energetically sensitive creative or entrepreneur looking to find more ease and profits in your creative and business endeavors, then check out our Empathicpreneur Academy, a community and program designed to help you get out of the start-stop-start process so that you can move through the fear, drop the resistance, and show up and do the work you came here to do. Learn more at www.empathicpreneur.com or click the link in the show notes.